This is Martha Prue, and I'm here to talk about angels, saints, and miracles and healing. Uh, these incidences come from my life and how they have intervened in my life to help me, to make me become aware, and so forth. And I want to relay to you that angels come and relay messages whether verbally or synchronistically or through events um, it's like deja vu and so I'd like to um, expand on a portion of my life where um, I'm not quite fussy about when someone in your family is got a disease or something and, and they're on their way out but uh, in this case, um, my father was having heart problems in the late 90s. And one night when I was watching TV and doing some homework, I decided um, to see how my father was doing. And there was a wind in the apartment, like a little mini whirl whirlwind. And I looked out my right eye in the corner and I saw this little mini tornado, kind of a glowing, sparkly green color with a gold ball floating above and it was on fire, like a white fire. And so I looked at it for a moment and then it disappeared. But it left a message in my mind that, you know, I know what my thoughts are, my thinking is, and this was quite different. And you would just know in the core of, core of your being what this angel was saying. And it said, be prepared. Say what you have to say. Do what you have to do. He is going. And then I saw the pages of the calendar go by. January, February, March, April, May, June, August, September, October, November. And during those months throughout the year, I just before I would wake up in the morning, I would have a vision and it was in color. And I would see the progression of the deterioration of my father in the hospital. Every time I would try to forget, to suppress, to say, oh, this isn't going to happen. And then there would become another vision from a dream. And this, this was very hard to endure over five years. And then was the last one. And I saw my father being buried. And this angel came up dressed like a, an Eskimo. And his eyes were glowing blue. And he said, say what you have to say, do what you have to do. You can't stop this from happening. And there was a lot to do. And that was to come to grips, come to accept the fact that my father was going to pass away. And they showed me variations of how he could die. 
and uh, I didn't like any of them. I just didn't want him to go. And one by one, these visions came true. And I saw him in the hospital bed. I saw all these IV bags. I saw him in the cafeteria, back in the hospital. And that they, he ended up with a heart attack and he passed away. Well, he ended up in a coma and then he passed away. He, I got to see him on the day that he did in the hospital in intensive care. And I could see his soul rising up from his heart slowly, slowly, slowly. And I was, I was just kind of numb. Um, my sister was more kind of vocal and uh, her husband was just staring at the numbers decreasing on the screen and no emotions or anything like that. And it was a very crazy time. And when someone passes away, sometimes the family members do get along in doing the will and who gets what, but it wasn't so in my case. And this is where the anger comes in. And so to this day, there is still unresolved conflict. And I have learned to let go and let God because my, my own health is not that, well, not that good. And as long as I can still breathe, I shall praise the Lord, read the good book, and share my stories of how the angels have interceded in my life. Now on another note, it was uh, several months later and I was thinking of my father and it was January. It was a January and it was so cold. And I was waiting to get into Ottawa Housing, which is a subsidized low rental unit uh, through the government. And I had to sleep in my car at minus 36 degrees Celsius for about three weeks <coughs> before I was called. And I caught pneumonia. My cat, my Siamese cat, Nibby, was in the back seat covered up in a blanket in his cage or his cat box and uh, that's kind of how I lived until I got called and I wasn't allowed to stay in my father's apartment or condo apartment because of family dynamics but eventually I got into a place <coughs> excuse me and I saw a bright light in my place and I was very happy. I was, whenever I see a bright light in my place, it's an angel. Looks like a, a blinding white light that just blinks. And I got my own place. And since then, it was a new learning experience for me living 
in subsidized housing. And during all those 12 years, I've had many intercessions of angels, many visions of the Holy Spirit, Jesus, Mary, uh, the Creator, and uh, many other deities from other religions. And so there was another growing spurt for me. And I moved again in 12 years, and I'm in a French community, and I wanted to be near the grotto, and apparently there is a grotto nearby. And when I started going to the grotto, I started praying there, standing at the foot of the statue of Mary, saying my prayers, and asking for direction, spiritual direction, for healing, and what do I need to do for spiritual work? What can I do to help people? And Mother Mary just suddenly appeared one day, and it was like a a glowing hologram over the statue. And I saw rose petals falling from heaven inside the the ark that Mary stood. And when you see falling roses or you smell roses around you, that's Mother Mary saying that she's with you. She's there in every situation that you're in. She knows everything that you're thinking, doing, saying, feeling, planning. She's there. And this is what she relayed to me. And I saw her face glowing in this holographic projection so brilliantly with a brilliant light blue cloak that had a white hem and a sparkly crown. And her face was glowing, beautiful, ever beautiful. And she just shed all these roses from inside the grotto. And that's when these visions of prophecy started to happen about the course that mankind was going to take. Of course, none of it is in order in any way whatsoever, but they are what's going to happen. She revealed to me the uh, onset of this coronavirus through a test tube in China and she showed me the demon that is around the world creating this sticky phenomena has something to do also with pneumonia or lung problems And I keep praying and asking her to remove this virus from this world. For people are becoming more and more spiritual. And they need another chance. I haven't heard anything, but I have seen a vision where eventually, in the short term, that creator and heaven will take up this negative influence, this negative force back and put it back where it belongs. And 
I saw a divine healing happen. And whether it is by these vaccinations, I don't know. I just know that Creator decided to end this plague. And it will happen soon. Two or two years, maybe? Um, but you'll see the signs, not this year, but next year. <coughs> and that's what Mother Mary said to me, approximately. Angels come in all different sizes and shapes. The tiniest ones look like fireflies. And I call them diva angels. They fly around people's heads and they make people laugh. And sometimes it is a gift of laughter that people have. And they have these little diva glowing angels that look like fireflies and they're always around. And when we go up another step, there are many smaller angels about two inches, three inches high, and they fly around. And some of them are musical angels. And they are seen when you go to uh, theaters, to music venues. They are there at Christmas time for sure, ringing the bells. And they're transparent with a nice fluffy white gown and gold uh, lattice work around their sleeves and the bottom of their robes. Another type of angel I've seen is a relationship angel for friendships, uh, intimate relationships, marriage. And these angels look like a divine fire of red and white and a halo above the angel's head. But they look like, like fires, mini fires in a plume. And they are relationship angels. And I've seen many of them around in the 90s. And also there are angels of conception for people who want children. And there's angels... I call them Liberty Bell Angels. Their lower half looks like the Liberty Bell and the top half has some kind of a mixture of colors. And their wings span out more than 20 feet. And they're solid gold. And what I was told by these Liberty Bell type angels is that for each single problem you have whether small or big there is a Liberty Bell Angel to hug you to nurture you to help you out with that particular problem so say you have 10 problems you have 10 Liberty Bell Angels hugging you 24 hours a day as you deal with that problem and these Liberty Bell Angels will stay with you until that problem is solved. Isn't that a beautiful thing? And there are also uh, overseer angels like a boss who 
keeps every angel on form to do their job. We do have guardian angels, and guardian angels wear blue. And all of them have different kinds of feathers or wings and different colored halos. Some have one halo, two halos, three, or a rainbow. It all depends on the person's positive attitude about colors. And these guardian angels record everything, and they record your prayers, they record your thoughts to the divine, they record your words and your thoughts, and they send them up to heaven to be heard by God, the Creator, Jesus, Mary, saints, whoever can help you out with your problem. And there's many angels who deal with prayers and problems. I've met one or two in my life. And also there are other kind of angels who deliver messages only. And then there are healing angels who heal. I have met many healing angels. And... They are, they can, they are prominent, let's put it that way, prominent. They are everywhere. We just need to call on them. Be very specific as to what you would like healed or addressed. And keep on praying for it. I pray every day, every other day for healing of my osteoarthritis, my knees, my bone problem and I still have faith that I will be healed in some way or taken care of while I go through this and I have faith and that's what keeps me going and talking so there are angels for everything and when a person passes over there is an angel to help you cross over they are with you. They are, you're not alone at the moment of your passing. There are lots and lots of angels. I helped this woman. I talked to this woman while she was in a coma. And she had cancer. And it was, it was tr quite traumatic. But she could hear and she was in a coma. And I talked to her in her ear about how heaven was opening up above her head, and it was. And I saw beautiful pink and fuchsia colors and angels on the other side singing with happiness. And I said, don't worry, don't worry. The dark forces or demons will not get you. You will be in heaven shortly. And just remember my voice and remember the angels are all around you. So there are angels that are with you or whoever it is that is passing away from whatever and they guide you to the light. You just have to call upon them and say, come and get me. I'm here. I don't want to be alone. And they are there. I've, I've seen quite a few people 
Passover and I've been there helping them out as they go, helping their soul out, asking the angels to come down and be with that person. Although it's sad to see the physical body pass away, but when I see the soul leave the body and going to the light, going to the heavenly light, I'm happy and I hear the soul talk to me and I hear it say thank you. Most of the time it says thank you and I'm sure they will remember me when I end up there and I find that death and dying is not a scary thing. It is a progressive illumination of one's soul. So angels they are always with us day and night 24 hours and throughout my lifetime I think for about 20 years anyways I had counted up to 250 angels around myself at any one time I was having a hard time keeping track of all of them and eventually if I saw a new one or a special one um, I would keep it in mind and write it in a book and so I did write a book and it's called The Soul Messenger. It doesn't list all the 250 angels but uh, it does list interviews with 10 angels that were most prominent in my years of growing up and so if you're interested in a copy Send me a text or PM me on Facebook. Martha Prue. Thank you very much for listening. And if you have any questions, leave me a comment on Facebook. Or send me a text. I'm here. I praise you. Miracles do happen. They happen every single day, little or big. And angels are everywhere. There's a lot of them, more than 250. But the ones that I have mentioned are just a fraction. And I hope to go through all of them in this series of podcasts of how they have helped me through my life. And with that, I wish you all a great, wonderful evening. And bless you as you go to bed tonight and we will talk again thank you bye bye